We're holding in the Maral. We're still discussing the last Mishnah of the first paragraph of Prakavas. And now the Maral takes a step back to look not just at this Mishnah but rather as the Parak as a whole. What have we learned in this Parak? What's the direction that the time has taken us to learn? Because we began not just in the chronological order of the generations of each one being a student and a link in the chain of Kavaras Hatera from the generation before them. There's a second aspect here too. And the second aspect here is that there's a lesson which I speak progressively each each a subsequent generation expounded on more. So at the beginning we see the teaching of Shimon HaTzadik that tells us the so to speak, the three pillars on which the world stands. And from there, we develop the idea to understand the idea of the Tengashu uh, Seichel's teaching that a person's avoidance is split between Amos Hashem and Yerushalayim. That was a klal, that was a principle. And then we go within that principle to define it better. And we saw all the various generations of the Zugas, the five uh, Dairis that there were when the leadership of Kaishla was split between two people, one being the Nazi they were based in, were all students of Antigonus Yusecho, or his students, or his students' students. And the idea was that each one comes to describe one aspect of how to apply those rules that our Avodah Hashem should be based between Avodah Hashem and Yerushalayim. And on that, each one takes a different aspect, whether it's one's family, whether it's one's students, people one knows, as, as a judge, the whole time, so whatever it's going to be. Now that's Mukhaim person, now that obligates a person in splitting his avoider between Abbas Hashem and Yerushalayim. And then after that, we found three more Mishnahs, which were the following generations, uh, historically, chronologically. And the question is, how did their teachings continue the that we saw until now. The first one was from Gamliel, then the son of Shimon, and lastly of Shimon Gamliel and Amishnah, who tells us that the three Amudim, that on which the world is Kayim, what's the progression there? So that's what the Maral is going to explain to us, and then we see that basically the entire first work of Prayka uh, completes the theme, completes the concept, uh, which each generation in turn, uh, detail described a little bit more. So let's learn the Maral together. It's the paragraph which starts Omnam. He comes to tell us Omnam. He says, Say there, Musa and Gamliel, or Musa Bishim Benayi Bishim Gamliel. What was the order of the Musa they came to teach us? Bezek he called Musa Rishonim Kedel Hashem Adam Ba'av All the generations until now, that means the levels of the Zugas came to Imashlim, complete a person in Av and Yerah. The next focus after that is that a person should be Shalem in himself. When he's finished telling us the teachings of the Zogas, and their teachings were to perfect the person until he's perfected his ability to serve Hashem with Av and Yerah, like we saw before. The next level is The next level is to talk to the person how he can do to make himself more, to perfect himself more.
מדבר כמו שביארנו, על המשנה, ועשה לך רב, וקנה לך חובר, מסתלק מן הספק. Make yourself a teacher by a friend, and distance yourself from a suffolk, which was a teaching of Ramon Gamliel. What's he coming to teach us to that? The main point that Ramon lesson came to teach us, the person, being as he has intelligence, seichel, a mind, he's meant to act with his mind. Which means a person can act without thinking, a person can act with thinking. And being as we're talking about a, a person who has the ability to think, so of course he should make all his acts worthy of being thought about. And when a person acts with seichel, then he acts with clarity. Therefore the rule we're doing over here is to tell us that a person um, should do things only when he's thought them out, only when they're done with understanding, with clarity. Because a person being a Baal Seichel, so then it's, the maizim he'll do will be more sure if he uses the Seichel in doing them. The next level is the Musa, his son, Rabbi Shimon tells us, and that's to give a person Musa that he should act the way he's meant to act, as a body. In other words, if Rabbi Gamliel's Musa was applying to a person's mind, and how a person should utilize his mind in achieving a certain Shleimus, so Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel's Musa was directed to the person's body. My entire life I grew up between Chachomim and I found nothing better for the body than Shteka, which is being silent. That's another level in the mind of a person. Now we spoke about it's the mind of the Guf. And one of the many explanations we saw there that the morale brought, so much makes the most sense in our context, is when a person does things impetuously, uh, spontaneously, it's often the wrong thing to do. And when a person acts immediately, so to speak, on, in response to something which happens or something which was said to them, most often what they do is the wrong thing and it's going to harm them. And therefore the best answer is sticker, that a person has to keep quiet, and that gives a person a chance to reflect and consider what the best response is going to be. It's not a way of acting without thinking. Now, going back to Gamliel's Mishnah, we said, make yourself a rabbi by a friend. So, even though this was exactly the same words which Rabbi Shev and Prachi had used a few generations before him, Ral explains, There's two different reasons for that. Why? What Rabbi Shev and Prachi meant is, I said that you have somebody to rely on. And when you do, then you're not going to make mistakes because the Rav will give you the right, the right answers and directly the right way. Whereas here, when it says, I say in our Mishnah, when Gamliel says, It's not because I want to rely on the Rav and I'm going to accept whatever he says to me. The point of the Rav is, I get the perspective. So, it's, you know, and then he says, for the point of Teres Emes, I should know, I should be, be train myself 
I'm having a rap. What's the right way to think? What's the correct uh, halacha? What's the correct approach to halacha? And not necessarily because I'm coming to ask a practical question of what to do. Why? Uh, that is the first one. Don't <coughs> take mice from estimation. And why is it important? It doesn't seem that's such an important teaching. That like it's a point which is could I have to be careful not Why is that a life lesson? And the answer is that it shows us the difference between the way a person does things. Why? Because mice a person is like a tenth of their crop. Now they could estimate and assume this is more or less how much we have, and that's not going to take mice. And it could be obviated like that. But there's a inherent problem with acting like that, and that is a person is not doing it accurately. And therefore, a person is not sure he's doing it right. And like we saw before, there's a balsaykhal, where a person does with his mind, he should make sure to, that he uses his mind to make sure that what he's doing is the correct thing to do, or the correct way to do it. And for that to happen, so then a person needs to, not just to guess or estimate, but actually to work it out, to measure it, to establish exactly how much he has and how much he has to take, and then he knows he's doing exactly what he needs to, he needs to do, um, and then doing that right way. Now the Mara is going back to explain. All these elements we spoke about, and that is that a person is meant to refine their seichel. That way they use their seichel more to do. So the first one, a seichel is because a rav can teach Torah. And that's what we call the seichel nivdal, which means the seichel which is above a person, close to his mind. And it can be taught to him by somebody who has more of a Torah, or maybe more knowledge of Torah, and therefore can impart the way that we mentioned in Torah. That's the first level. Avoid That's the second level he talks about when he says the past to the person. And we'll pass the person, and that is he calls the seichel yuliani. What's the, what, what is that seichel? And what is it, why is it referred to being mystic from Masafik? What area is it talking about? And so he says that's the seichel of which a person like, plans their actions, what they choose to do. So a person can choose to do something with a certain degree of knowledge of what they're doing and they're doing it right, or they can do it with an assumption of what they're doing is right, they don't really know. In other words, their own their own activities, their own decisions, are how much they're based on the seichel, how much they're based on assumptions or uh, or in clarity. So that's the second level. It's not a question of the seichel of information which I can learn and I have a right to tell me. Then we're talking about what a person decides to do on their own. In other words, their own decision process. How much is it based on seichel and how much is it not? And the way to make sure is that the actions I do have examined, researched, know exactly what I'm meant to do, and I'm doing it right. And then the third level is, he says, that's what implies his talk about Asafik, don't take mice by estimation, something which, uh, working something out, is comparative. Which means that I, 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 if I'm going to guess, I'm going to estimate how much something is, 
So it's a shir of what we call demyun, how much I can compare things. And in that area also, he says, The person has to act with assumptions. So even there, as much as he can reduce the suffolk. So that's better to do that. And that's why we have three levels, which the Maral says, it's going to come to teach us how a person can ensure that they're using their, their seichel in order to do what they're doing better. So if you said in our words, the first level is make sure that the source of information is correct. That's the level connected aside of the Rav. The Rav can teach you what's expected of you, what the Torah says, what's the right way to look at it. So that way the, 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 the starting point, information I got, is complete. The second point we said is clapping the person, and that is a stark morosophic, that when a person does something, from his point of view, he should be clear what he needs to do or how to do. And then the last point is that a person shouldn't base his actions on assumptions or uh, doing things without knowing exactly what he's meant to do. That's as far as the maximum of a person goes, and that is that to make sure that the maximum person does, uh, he knows he's doing the right thing too. All those levels, we said, are within the broader category of how a person can do things more perfectly, which means how a person can do things more with his seichel. Then after that he says, We've explained all the rules in which a person should be a Baal Seichel and then what he acts is with intelligence, with understanding. It's not like the previous Musarim, which spoke to a person's Chiyov as far as Abbas Hashem and Yerush Hashem go. Here it's what a person can do to improve the things they're doing in the, in the, in the sense that they're doing it with more Seichel, with more understanding. Again, after the Zugas, when they came to tell us their teachings of how a person to act with Avinira, which is more essential, so now we talk about how a person can perfect himself. And then after we spoke about how a person can perfect his mind, so the second point in that area, what a person can work on himself is, like we said, to maintain silence. To maintain silence that... The, the best thing for the body is that a person keeps quiet. And like we saw, the reason for that is, is because that applies to what a, to the area where the person um, decides before he reacts what's the best way to react, what's the best thing to do. V'achah gomer azugus, sh'ho'yo avis ha'ilam, after the Zugas, who spoke about a person's way of expressing Avas Hashem and Yerushalayim, so Gamliel and Shimon come to talk about how a person finds a Shemus in themselves. And therefore, the earlier the Dar was, the more they were considered an Av, a teacher, for all the generations after them, and that's why their Musa was more. General and afterwards, later Darius took the same principles of the obvious and made it more specific. It's like an idea of an oven and told there are obviously a broad category and told us a specific implication. So, certainly over here, Antigonish Yusaycha gave us the all encompassing rule, the global principle that we need to work with Avenira, and then all the generations of that take a specific aspect of that 
and define how that's going to apply to our venue. <coughs> that's what he says. <laughs> The more central, the more central. And then each later door came to add to what was said beforehand. Okay, when the, all Zogos have finished their exploration of all the different elements of Avenue, then Osborne Gamriel lost his most Adam Shah Adam Shalim the Gamri Then the Gamriel talks to how a person should be a Balsaikal, which means how the person in himself should uh, perfect the amount of seichel in his actions, the amount of his thoughts or his, his understanding what he's doing. Just by like we explained, there is where can express his das, and this isn't connected to Avavir. A person has a body, and is a way for a person to attack himself in controlling what his body does too. And that's why these two come after the ones you mentioned before. Um, they're the next step in the process, which is how a person can better, so to speak, or perfect the way he, he acts, the way he thinks, and the way he reacts, with, and that he doesn't let himself act until he's had the chance to think. And after that, those the two, Roshim ben Gamliel, so then it comes to our Mishnah, Roshim ben Gamliel, now we come to us ammunition that the world rests on three things. The world runs on three things. The world which preceded the person. So that we came before we spoke of the person. That was Shimon Azadik. And Shimon Azadik said in the very beginning of the paragraph, that, that precedes the person. In other words, Hashem's intention occurring in the world. Was it should be a place of Torah, and then from Shimon Atzalek we just talk about the person's obligation of Avavira. We talk about the various applications of that. Then we talk about how a person can perfect himself in his mind and in his or what is how he acts. And now we come back to Rishon Gamliel, and that's now the person who's perfected himself, who's gotten to that level. We've discussed how a person can be can be perfected. Now that a person is perfected, then he becomes the primary, so to speak, point of the creation. He's there to fulfill the expectations that she had from the world. And that's why we finish with the three things that Rosh Gamliel says, the three pillars that the world stands on, which goes back to the rule that Hashem and Tzadik started with. Hashem created the world with three goals in mind, and the person who's gotten to the level of being able to perfect himself or is able to uh, to fulfill those three requirements, to live up to those expectations, and then the world runs, based on the people who are the ones who, who are being Makayimit. And that when a person has that mailer, so then, so to speak, he comes before, he's higher than the world. Let's explain this a little bit better. The idea we've just seen, and that is that the progression of the first paragraph of Avos is from the lesson of Antigon Shasaychei, which describes the Ava and the Yira a person has to have, 
And then afterwards, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, they talk about the ability of a person to be mashing, to complete his seichel, to perfect his seichel. Those all find expression in this last Mishnah of Rav Shimon ben Gamliel. Why? Because the three pillars we spoke about of Emes and then Shalom really reflect these three areas too. Let's think about it for a second. We already spoke about how um, there's the element of Ava and we know that that's connected to the Benalim Chavere. We know that that's connected the Shalom which is the expression that Ava and therefore the ability of Ayav Shalom, Baraid of Shalom, is an example of Ava. And you may in also the fact that the world is Ayman al Shalom is the expression of the Ava. But an Ava which is complete, because like we spoke about the connection between different people, the connection between different people in its highest form is that the cooperation, the people work together to be in one as a Shalom, in as like we say, in one uh, unity that they're all working towards a common goal. And therefore, if we're going to talk about various levels of how a person expresses Ava, so the, we call the highest level, where it's to get other people, is the ability to come to Shalom. The ability to come to a sense of we're working together and we're interacting and working and directed towards achieving a common goal. That's the one lesson of Ava Sashem, which finds expression and the way it's expressed is through Shalom. The second one is the concept of Yira, and as we know, Yira is Din. The Din is what makes the Yira, and that's why for, for the, the, the track that's taught and goes through the parak that a person is meant to improve, strengthen their Yira in whatever area it's going to be. So then, by doing that, they really be mechazek the amud of the din. The amud of the din. And that's not just the din for the litigants who are going to be judged. And they're the ones who are oimed the din. They will be, let's say, scared of or feel compelled to obey and keep the verdict. The, the era of judgment really applies to the judge even more. This is actually something the Gemara teaches us. People don't think of it like that. But there's a tremendous, tremendous responsibility in being a judge. The Gemara says it very, very bluntly. The Gemara says a judge should see a, a sword, so to speak, pointed towards him and Gehinnam under his legs. The fire is blazing, the sword's uh, at his throat. That's the level of uh, fear a person should feel when he's being a dying. Why? Because as much as we saw the male of a dying, that he's established in the way the world's meant to be, is a part of Hashem, but that's a dying who's judging correctly. A dying judge incorrectly is doing exactly the opposite. He's dissembling, so to speak, the world of Hashem. And Hashem says, now it's his problem to try and fix the, rectify the mistakes the dying has made. And therefore the dying himself will have the strongest level of year. But uh, it's not just a question of the money involved. It's a question of the potentially serious mistake of of judging and coming to a wrong verdict. And therefore that's also the expression of the era. And that's connected the in, in the Avaida the Basimikdash. The same thing over there. Even if Sashem Bira blessed Avaida because there was a certain sense of responsibility that that the Kalim carried by doing the Avaida, whatever happens in this world comes down this world is based on them. 
and therefore they would approach it also with the seriousness and the gravity which is correct for the situation. And then the last point is the level of developing a person's seichel, like we spoke about before, and that is how to do things while thinking about them, how to make sure not to do things without that. That's the level of the MS. The MS we saw previously is the level that a person's knowledge of what's right, and that ability to weigh things up and decide if they're right or not right is really the prerogative of the seichel. And in that way, the person who develops that seichel now can work on that pillar, on that principle of MS2. And therefore, the process guys is how a person can develop his avid, develop his ear, work on developing his seichel also. And then he's, he's operating on the three principles of Shalom and Din and Amos, and then he's, he becomes the, so to speak, the, the, the point, the pride of what Hashem wanted the world to be. Hashem wanted to be a, the world to be a place of Torah, and the person who's achieved is really become the manifestation, the embodiment of all three. That's a completion of the journey of the first parak of Ovis. One more point. Ovis began with Moshe Kibbal Tarim Sinai. Uh, the Torah was received from, from Sinai and then passed from generation to generation. And the idea being that each Torah, uh, besides for transmitting Torah, but transmits, transmits the embodiment of Torah too. And that's the idea we see here also. And that is what the Torah described as the world should be, so people could become. And by the Messiah of Torah was also how to develop the person who becomes the ideal that the Torah had in mind. And that's the journey of the spirit. That for us, starting from the point of where Hashem created the world to be, it was a Messiah which was passed down generation after generation, how a person can live up to and align himself with that expectation. And that's why the last mission finishes, like the first mission that began, with that elaboration of the three things what the world is meant to be is the three things a person can bring the world to be.